El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I'd come on this show to defend those opinions. But now I don't really do any of that shit. I just do this show. Joining me today, he is the co-host of the Trusty Sidekick podcast, which you should check out sometime. You can also hear him on a very recent and critically acclaimed episode of ListCast. Ladies and gentlemen, Jay Washington. Also joining me, she is one of the co-hosts of the Brouhaha podcast and the Take a Walk podcast, both of which you can hear on the Unpops Podcast Network. She's also a fantastic comic, and now she's my neighbor. Ladies and gentlemen, Vanessa Gritton. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Who are you? I'm Brett Rader. I'm here most of the time. Brett's the other other host. And we have guests today. Thank God. Yeah. We actually have a lot of guests because I didn't take into account what day we're recording on. So we are recording within earshot of several Memorial Day parties happening right outside yeah, the window. Man. If anything, it'll make people sitting at home listening to a podcast feel like they're a part of something. Yeah. You know, they don't have friends and families. And they're like, you know what? Those people outside could have been me. I'm just realizing we could have recorded out there with the setup we're using. We should have just done that. We could have done a poolside podcast. Yeah, we could have had a pool party. Thanks, troops. Yeah, but those kids out there saying Marco Polo and I'd have had to choke out his life. <laughs> I, 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 it doesn't get any whiter with kids to just going Marco Polo. I was like, I hate your life. Yeah, like, I don't even know these kids. And they've been doing that shit all day. You get what I'm saying? Like, I would have I would have threw the, all the elect- electrical equipment in the water. <laughs> now, I know I'd have owed Let's you Let's go later. together. I know I'd have owed you later, but it would have been one <laughs> It'd have been one for the calls, right? It's there. not that much. This is we're using all the backup shit today. So, oh well, cool then. Yeah, what about, we'll just do it after. I yeah. French yeah, let's do it after. <laughs> That's Jay Washington, by the way. Ah, thank you. List cast superstar ah, was man. just on the animated movies. Yeah, cast greatest animated movies of all time. Oh, and yeah. uh, shouts out to Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> Did that win? Yes, it did. Ah, yes, that's it did. right. That's but, the movie that I use to explain to people why Los Angeles traffic is so bad. <laughs> what? It's the truth. If yeah, you watch see? it, that's see? Vanessa Gray, by the way. They wanted the freeway. <laughs> exactly. The whole reason of them trying to tear down Toontown was not to have the red car, but to build the freeway. And ah. Los Angeles used to have public transportation, transportation inherently built in, but at some point, companies bought it over and built a freeway. And Roger Rabbit is an alternate universe where we got to keep public transportation. And Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny kick it together. Yeah. Wow. That's that's a world I want to live in. Exactly. That sounds sounds pretty great. Uh, so what's been going on? This is the first thing I've recorded in such a long time. I had to tour and then I had to move and we're still moving the studio right now. Yep. So we're recording in my living room 
It might be echoey because I got kind of high ceilings. It's no big deal. You got high ceiling life now. It's yeah. 47 feet tall. You yeah. Got a I took out a, a He's got measure, a fucking a fireplace. You got a yeah. fireplace, a mantle, and high ceilings. You're yeah. moving on up in the world like the yeah. Jeffersons. We are doing all right. Hey, Adam, is there uh, anything you want to say about um, a certain like host slash like a frequent guest on um, Pops who might have gotten into a little uh, bit of trouble? Hit a breath. You know, the hardest part of the show for me is the first few minutes. Oh, my God. Damn, that's loud. Sorry. <laughs> we just took everything out of the box. That's why yeah. we call it this week in, in me. me. <laughs> it's normally not that intense. Jay had a stroke. Yeah, they just he probably Jay. won't be with us any longer for this recording. That was very, very loud. We didn't. That test just this. lobotomized Jay. We failed to test the sound effects. What, what in all the caucasity was this? What? I do this thing where I'll ask someone how they're doing. And then immediately say, hit it, Brett, and cut them off because I don't really want to hear how they're doing. I dropped $50 at Denny's today. No, IHOP. <laughs> <laughs> hi That's a good segue. That was, yeah, I dropped $50 at IHOP today for, between two people. I'm really proud of myself. What, did you, what, what the hell did, did you buy? Order? 25 bucks. You know, you get one, you get one entree a piece. Now, y'all got maybe, dinner. Yeah. Well, we got some like, desserts. You get some apps. Well, we got the special coffees. We got like the most Spe- expensive breakfast, <laughs> like the T Bone. Yeah, like the ones where it's just like the, there's like frilly shit in it and it's like special taste, like French vanilla shit, like that kind of thing. So we got two of those and we got two orange juices and then we got two of the most expensive breakfasts and then uh, two specialty pancakes and some other shit because I found a gift card on the ground. Yeah, I remember Vanessa helped me move yesterday. <laughs> And she found this $50 IHOP gift card that she had lost in her car. And I don't know if I've ever seen Vanessa more excited (laughs) than in that moment. So you found something you, you lost. Yeah. No, no, no. That's I, where I was going. First, I found it on the ground. And, and then, then I you checked lost the amount, it. And then I lost it again. Oh, okay. But then I found it so again. So you're still up 50 bucks. So I'm still up 50 bucks. And then I took a 30-minute nap afterwards because $25 of IHOP food makes you want to die. Yeah. Definitely. I remember How's your when blood you sugar told- doing? <laughs> That's just what I'm about to ask. Yeah. What is your blood sugar Do like? you need some insulin? <laughs> I can't feel my feet. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember you telling Kevin that you found it. And his excitement did not match yours whatsoever. He's like, oh, cool. You went, oh, cool. And I, I guess we're going to spend $50 at IHOP now. And I hadn't stopped talking about it for three hours. And I was like, I need you to get on my level because I'm going to make you $25 worth. Because that's, <laughs> that's, that's the only come up in life is just eating how much money you've wasted. Yeah. So that's all a good segue. <laughs> Jay's fucking <laughs> How do... How in the fuck are you going to punk your boyfriend out? You're going to eat this motherfucking $25 worth of IHOP. I don't give a fuck what you're thinking. You're going to swallow these pancakes. I do that to him all the time. Like, if we get something so you free, beat him. I'm, well, I'm like, you better have as much fun as we just won. Like, if we want a $30 gift card, you need to have $30 worth of fun. How many gift cards do you win? No, well, fuck that. Can we talk about the domestic violence that's going yeah. on? You gotta yeah. Have it. yeah, time's up, Vanessa. <laughs> Holy shit. Kevin needs to meet to you. Yeah. <laughs> My girlfriend keeps Hashtag Kevin free. too. <laughs> My girlfriend um, force fed me $25 worth of pancakes. <laughs> I told me her, too. <laughs> I told her you want no more syrup. No more syrup. No more syrup. <laughs> oh, this is all such a good segue into what we're talking about today. Oh, man, I know, right? We are killing it right now. We're talking about MS-13. Yeah. Yay. And you have a Salvadorian on for this episode. 
Exactly. Yeah. Vanessa's in MS-13. Partially. <laughs> uh, She's interning. Yeah. For the summer. Yeah, I, I handle their social media. Yeah, MS-13 has been in the news a lot lately and <laughs> in a really crazy way. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. Trump released a the White House. Please please acknowledge, please don't call him by his name. Call him the orange fuck muppet. <laughs> I feel like that is the best way to call him anything. Yeah, I try not to yeah. mention it. I'm so excited we're all spending our Memorial Day getting bummed out about oh, no, the I'm orange fuck muppet. <laughs> Because hit you know the whole thing with MS13 goes into a list of things I put on Twitter. I said MS13, clean coal, the national anthem. What are things you never talked about until Trump kept bringing them up for two hundred? Right. Yeah. Right. Like I think MS13 was really only something that I mean I talked about it a bit when I was a kid because uh, we have a news station that's very much like our version of the National Enquirer but with a budget in Central America. Right. Uh, called Primer Impacto. The, and the with a budget part is shocking. Oh, it's got a budget. <laughs> it has got a budget for like a beautiful newscaster to tell you about the weather, but also be like Dolls Talk and MS-13. Uh, <laughs> so that was that was one of those things that growing up in El Salvador, we heard about quite a bit as both something that was like happening. I mean, here in Central, I mean, here in the U.S. and Central America, but like I haven't heard it. Again. I haven't heard it become a discussion topic again uh, since I was like 10. Yeah, Trump is really focusing hard on MS-13. Mm-hmm. You know why? It makes his whole, it's a bunch of bad hombres thing come to oh, fruition. Yeah. That's all it is. It just justifies his bullshit he said during the campaign. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, MS-13 is a gang that we know what they've done. Right. But that's like the Gangsta Disciples and the, and the Crips and Bloods. Crips, Bloods, yeah. Latin Kings. You know, Latin Kings, all of those. But yet, he's focused on that one because of what he said in his, in his uh, campaign, because it helps solidify it. Right. And it they're, they're a group that's tied to immigration. Mm-hmm. They they started... At least, actually, I I was researching this again. I found a Washington Post article that said MS-13 started as a satanic group in the 70s. And then the immigration shit happened in the 80s and they kind of changed. But that's why, like, they're one of their uh, hand signs is the, the devil horns. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it was it was a really interesting article. But I don't know how much of that is true. But MS-13, as we know it now, started kind of in the late 80s as a response to the wave of immigration that happened from El Salvador and Central America, all these places where all these crazy civil wars were happening. And so that I, I feel like him focusing on MS 13 is just also him, like you said, bolstering the anti-immigration thing he's going for. Well, it's, it's, it's helping him dehumanize. It's, it's lumping in and, and taking away any kind of human aspect to, to a people as a whole. Right. Especially if, if anyone hasn't read the statement, it's on the fucking white house, which I website. everybody is like, are you fu-? him saying something on Donald Trump dot, dot right, dick right. or whatever it is, is fine. Dot fuck Muppet. Dot fuck Muppet. <laughs> Thank you, Sorry. Brett. But when you put that specifically on the white house official website, yeah, you have taken away. He's already been chipping away at the validity of the president of the presidency of the United States. Right. He's been chipping away at it bit by bit. You took a chunk away. Yeah, because they never even addressed ISIS or Al Qaeda or anything on that website for you to do that. And in the verbiage that he used 
that is like, are you just basically, are you fucking serious? Yeah, it's like we've obviously had a lot of bad presidents mm-hmm. in yeah. throughout history, but I can't feel more. Son of a bitch. <laughs> you come at me, bro. Fucking Warren G. Harding. <laughs> Oof. I know nothing Fucking about James Miller Polk. Fillmore. <laughs> was but, that sweater president? I think he was, yeah. Oh, well, that's bad. But uh, no matter who the president was, I mean, like, I guess I'm sure if we go back to like slavery and shit like that, there were presidents who said some crazy shit. But you kind of expect the office of the president to at least kind of code their language when they put shit out like this or mm. try to sound sort of presidential like this just takes that entire element out of the office of president now it's just kind of yeah i mean we'll we'll call people animals and that's that's how the president works he appeases to his base right. all the time but which he i don't think he realizes how how much that is dwindling right he thinks that base is still what it was when he got elected unfortunately he doesn't realize that he has made so many people angry because he didn't do what he said he was going to do. He didn't make clean coal or they were mad because he didn't lock up Hillary Clinton, which I was like, are you fucking serious? That's really whatever. Yeah. Um, he didn't do these certain things. So he tries to he knows how to talk. He talks in sound bites. Yeah. There is a another term he does. And I can't remember the exact term. It's where if you say something at least 21 times, it'll be programmed in the human brain. He knows this. That's why he says the same shit over and over and over again. That's how Fox News works. Yes. Yeah. And here's the thing about animals and my like immediate response to it. Uh, And I swear to God, if this is the second time I cry on the podcast, it's fine with it. Uh, The last time it was over a cartoon anyway, so it's chill. Yeah. But uh, (laughs) the... One thing that people tend to forget about the aspect of dehumanization is that it doesn't really matter that his base is dwindling. They're still there and it's still a powerful base. Like not that long ago, a 16 year old Guatemalan girl was shot on the border, not fleeing. Like she was just walking at a casual pace. And if you see the video, they shot her in the head and the two people that were there with her when the cop realized, I mean, the border patrol officer realized that he killed this girl and started trying to do chest compressions. He shouted at the people with her, see what it is with you people. And it's, it's very, they're very much like the intent is to make it that our lives aren't worth that much mm-hmm. when they're taken right yeah that's the same as a deer or a yeah or as a, a black man I know, or this, I know this like every day so i definitely yeah we're livestock it. we're vermin and like walking around knowing that genocide is in my blood yeah uh, and that i'm something that it, that people want to exterminate that my that my entire lineage on either side of my family is a pest uh is a is an is an everyday reality and when you hear monsters it's like or animals or bad hombres it's it's right there it's yeah there it is it's mm-hmm. it's we're not people anymore yeah and it's it's been that because it started with animals in this yeah and then there was someone in new york i think a, a a congressman in New York who at no well no they're monsters this called yeah. monsters yeah, and I saw that people have just been piling on all of these extra words to describe you know MS13 yeah when man you could just call them criminals yeah you could just call them gang members and people would get it you can try them like every other criminal yeah yeah, yeah. but again yeah you're you're right Vanessa his base is still strong they're vo- mm. I don't even know if they're strong but, they're yeah. vocal yeah they're vocal and they're in power. Yeah, most of them are empowered, but they're vote. But I think the power we see a lot of times is the vocal. 
because yeah. they have more platforms to utilize it. When he keeps doing that, you know, nobody's going to say try him like a criminal, like try him like regular criminals. Right. Because but that's they say hang him up because that's too much like right. Yeah. For them to say that, you know, you arrest them, mm. try them as criminals, done story. You have to make it where you instill a entire level of fear, not mm. a portion of fear, an entire level of fear. And that's what he's done. Only people. And it, it's unfortunate to say this. It has literally been white people yeah. that he's done that with. Like people of Latin descent know better. They know how to discern what's good, what's bad. Mm-hmm. Like they know, like you were telling your story. Like my mom can tell me very much just like, hey, honey, uh, <laughs> if if a guy uh, ever mentions Mara Santrucha that you're dating, um, don't bring him home. Don't See? bring him home. See? Don't. Yeah. We- black, <laughs> black people, we have that too. You know, you try to say when something happens, especially when we talk about the unarmed black men and women killed by police officers, first thing everybody jumps to is, what about black on black crime? I'm like, stop doing that. That's exactly like that's exactly something that like a, a relative of mine would say. Mm-hmm. And I think it all comes down to the fact that the the Muppet, the fuck Muppet in chief. <laughs> I call him the orange fuck Muppet in it, office. Yeah. <laughs> it's also tr- it's trying to create divisions within America and trying to blur the lines. Yeah. Call gang members criminals. That's one thing. Or I'm sorry. I apologize. Call calling gang members Thugs. Animals. Animals. That's one thing. But then it's about blurring the lines of who's a gang member. Because my parents, my whoever, they don't know. But if they see a bunch of black guys walking down the street with hoodies on or, you know, Mexican guys with hoodies on, they think, oh, these guys are just gang bangers. Whether whether they're not, whether they're just wearing sweatshirts mm-hmm. or not. So it's, if, it's about like kind of creating this transitive property where like, all right, all gang members are animals. All right, now all Mexicans are gang members like and it's about creating this this right unequal sort of equation in in white people's yeah. heads like, it's what oh, happened after yeah. 911 with oh, they did with arabic arabic descent you didn't even have you were al qaeda yeah you were uh, i i remember and i'm sorry it's what's happening with just people being undocumented here if you just speak spanish they're like oh did you see that shit in montana montana that yeah. was fucking insane did you yeah. see about oh, that yeah. shit was i was like are you fucking serious because you speak spanish I need to see your papers. So many people speak Spanish in this country. Like, it's mm-hmm. actually, Holy it's shit. actually, I had to put this on Facebook and Twitter because that shit happened and other shit has been happening. I said to all you Trump supporting idiots, just in FYI, America does not have an official religion or language. No. Right. It's it why if you not. go to the DMV, you're like, you know what? I need, I need my driver's license papers in, in Japanese. They're going to hand it to you. They, they have, have all it. these different yeah. iterations of languages. There is no official language. We touch Mexico. It's not, we're touching a country that speaks a different, like it's, yeah. it's not weird. It's Spanish is spoken more than, than English well, and the thing in is, this country. People always assume when you're speaking Spanish and someone else is speaking Spanish, they're like, oh, clearly like shit talking or planning or deception is happening. And then we had this one lady that like got in me and my mom's face when we were like speaking to each other in Spanish. And she was just like, I hate when I can't understand they're saying. And I'm like, I'm asking my mom for a tampon like that. That's what's happening discreetly in Spanish right now. Yeah. No planning or thieving is happening. Like, why are you fucking listening anyway? Like, if I was in that elevator speaking English, I wouldn't want those motherfuckers listening to my conversation. Exactly. I've, like, just fucking mind your business. That and the, the the dickhead lawyer from New York. <laughs> oh, that guy. Who tried to issue, who had issued the most PR of apologies. Yeah, yeah. That was the most PR-driven yeah. apology. Of, you know, now it's become this thing, like, I've always felt, speak whatever language you're comfortable with. 
there is no rule that says you have to speak English here. Well, also, I feel like if you're getting medical information or legal information, you want that in the language you comprehend it the most. Right, you want to be able to understand it completely. Also, America's not great. Like, English kind of is the official language. Like, if you want to get ahead in America, you need to talk English. So, like, or speak English. So, it's like, (laughs) as I completely butcher English. So, it's like, we have this society that really doesn't help people who don't speak English anyways. What does it matter to you if they speak it privately? Yeah. Also, like, you know, like we don't even speak a pro- we don't even speak proper English. No, but we can like, go that further, you know. <laughs> like I'm sure like if you're you know, America doesn't have an official language. If you want to learn you know, but if you want to get into any major university or get a job, you do have to speak you do have to speak English. So we have all of these all these mechanisms in place to hurt people who don't speak English anyways. What is it what does it matter to you if they're just speaking it? Or even a certain to themselves kind of in a parking or in a parking lot or whatever, you know. Because like we've definitely weaponized respectability politics. Because we speak our our language is English, but it's a very like I came up in a good area kind of English. Like oh, God oh help, absolutely, God help yeah. me if you like use abonics. Uh, right. Got like like we've we've found ways little ways to keep people out of things by like our language is English, but also you can't say ain't and uh, right. Mm-hmm. The, it, like we've definitely found a way to use respectability politics to build fences. Yeah. And the thing with MS-13 and the way Trump is focusing on it, uh, I put it in the notes. uh, People always scoff when I say it, but his immigration plans are going to eventually he's going to push those to black people. That's Mm -hmm. why he didn't say that's that's his. Oh, yeah. That's why he said, I'm going to win 95 percent of the black vote. In 2020, like, well, he said he would. But going not back me. to what you said earlier, Jay, that's why he didn't say, "Oh, the Crips, they're animals." He said, right. "MS-13." Uh-huh. He's talking about. But he's working towards it. He knows what he'll, he's working towards. Yeah, he'll work towards it. And MS-13 is the perfect place to start because that's like that's where they operate. Like they like like I said earlier, they started. I don't know if I said this earlier, but their original intent when they started was just to protect Central American immigrants from gangs that were already in the neighborhoods. They were living in. Mm. And then eventually they were like, oh, well, we're pretty good at this. So we'll just do what you're doing, too. And they evolved into something else. But when he uses animals to describe them, it's like it's not just him trying to stoke racial tensions between white people and immigrants. He's trying to get that racial tension going too between people who live in neighborhoods where MS-13 operates and the people they're impacting. Yeah, it divides Latinos. Like when I was a kid... Like other Mexican kids were just like, oh, you're Salvadorian. And they're just like, oh, my parents had something kind of scary about it. It's like what they're they're dividing. They're dividing small neighborhoods because it's easier to pick apart that way. Right. It's, right. it's, it's easier to pick them apart when you don't realize like, oh, they're making us a target when we can easily just. And also keep up smaller and neighborhoods up. are the backbones and foundations of a lot of major areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you break those down, you disrupt the foundation. Yep. Right. It goes back to the Russian episode from a couple of weeks ago. It's about disrupting everything that is, it's about disrupting everything in the West. And that's what Trump is doing is he's disrupting everything. He's disrupting NFL fans. Now you're either an NFL fan who who supports the troops and cares about America or you're an NFL fan who, you know, it's literally Man. everything. So it's, did you all talk dis- about that? No, we haven't talked about it yet. No, okay. it's, it's, it's everything. It's, it's Latinos against Latinos and blacks against Latinos. It's whites against all it's, it's horrible. It's, 
it's disrupting and breaking down and putting everybody against each other. And and if you ever and like I said, you're absolutely right. But if you if we ever pay attention to who responds the most to what he says, right? You know who he's talking to. Like again, it's always white men and women. Yeah, mm-hmm. those are the those are the primary ones. Well, he's exactly right. Blah 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 blah. This that and the third. And it's like, okay, we, we know how to identify you as the asshole. We know which type of person you are. We know we don't need to be involved with you. But then you have those who try to come around who are Latino, who maybe black was like, well, is he really saying anything bad? Yes. Yeah. Because you don't realize he starts one place. This shit will affect you next way. One way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it goes back to Blade 2, I think it is. Just one little line. I'd rather be a pet than be food. Yeah. And that's how a lot of people who are Latin and black who agree with this fuck Muppet are. Because they don't want they they're like, I'd rather have it a little bit less worse. Yeah. Yeah. And like all the it's funny that you actually used a movie because I'm about to use one too. So uh I've noticed post election <laughs> like Blade Three, I think is what Silence about. of the Lambs, oh, actually. Because <laughs> uh, I noticed post election, uh y'all remember that scene in Silence of the Lambs where the mom is looking for the kidnapped daughter and she's trying to like yeah. humanize the daughter and use her name a ton. Yeah. I've noticed with like racist people or just like people that are like coming at me from a certain place, I've started doing that. Where like I've started using my name a ton or like just like mentioning yeah family or like this entire life I where like every breath post-election has been just trying to like humanize Latinos to people mm. where it's like my name is Vanessa I have a mom we have an amazing relationship do you want to learn Spanish I can teach you some Spanish like yeah. like got some it, apps bro got like it's been it's very it's it's coming from a place of just like I'm trying to demystify myself and like make myself not scary to you and make my culture not terrifying right and and I keep thinking of the signs of the lambs thing. She's like, good, good. She keeps saying her yeah. name, so she seems like a person. I have a former associate who was Puerto Rican. I used to, uh, I knew him through wrestling, and he all of a sudden started jumping on this Trump bandwagon. You know, this whole we need to get rid of, we need to protect the border, this, that, and the third. I said, when yeah. has the border ever fucking affected you? Yeah, yeah. Let's just be honest. Yeah. I, I I hate the people who have that discussion. If you live in fucking Wyoming and Montana, it does not apply to you. Yeah, no one's coming to where you are. No one's coming to where you are. So he was doing, I said, you do realize, I told him, you do realize, you sound like those shoe shuffling sambo ass coons, black people back in the day, who did the same shit during slavery. Right. No, he's trying to make America great again. Do you know when the last time America was technically great? In the 50s. Do you know who was only great for? Older white men. Yeah. So if you want that, you don't apply in that category. You don't fit in that demographic. Yeah, for sure. And what you said earlier about how what he's doing now will affect people who are supporting him mm-hmm. eventually. Yeah. Like uh, what I would what I could see happening is he goes in and d- he does deport MS-13 and fucking fixes that. And then you go to that community next and go, OK, well, what about all the other gangs, though? Like you didn't just want us to deport them because they're Central American, right? Like you were worried about crime. So now. You we have get, to, yep. Yeah, we have to clean up the guns in your area. Like, he wants to bring back mandatory minimums for any crime involving a gun. Like, you get pulled over with fucking weed in your car and have a gun, you're going to prison for five years. That's oh, going man. to very disproportionately impact 
one segment of society. Oh, absolutely yep. is. And it's not going to be fucking registered gun owners in the South. And But once you sign on to, yeah, MS-13's animals, fucking get them out of here. Don't try them. Don't do any due process. Just get them the fuck out of here. Once you sign on to that, you kind of have to sign on to that next thing yep. or you look like the racist. It's called you open Pandora's box. Yeah. you At that point, you look like the one who was like, no, I just wanted them out of here because they're a different color than me. Yeah. I thought we were all on board with that. And Trump's like, no, I was not on board with that. And that's how the fucking dominoes start falling. And I, I feel like MS-13 is where that's started. Did everyone see the Louis Farrakhan video? On the Breakfast Club? Yeah, I I try. You know what? As a black man, and I feel like I hate that I have to uh, use a disclaimer. I refuse to watch. Sometimes he can say some good stuff, but the other times the minister will go way too far. He's a crazy dude. He, like he believes some crazy shit. He's the reason Arsenio got kicked off the air the first time. Never forget that. <laughs> Arsenio. I, no, seriously, he was the get. He was the last guest of the original Arsenio Hall show. Oh shit! And while on the couch, he started going on high anti-Semitic rants. Ah, uh, I mean high. But Farrakhan has always done this. Yeah, right. It's never been a secret. But again, in the nineties, he would do it. Just do it nonstop over the top. Yeah. And he would do it. And he's the reason Arsenio lost his show the first time. Why it took so long for him to get another show. Because they were like, if you're willing to have that type of guest on your show, you know how they say Jews control everything in Hollywood? Right. Well, that's the exact statement, ladies and gentlemen. Not making this. <laughs> that is the exact. As a Jew, can confirm. <laughs> that's, the, that's the exact <laughs> statement. Well, for lack of better words, Jewish people do run 90% of things that happen in Hollywood. And so to have him on was a bad thing, but that's why I, I run said, a great open mic. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm also a Jew. <laughs> you you run ninety percent of shit. Of yeah, Hollywood. yeah. See, okay. you're just buying into. Confirm. But go ahead. Everything uh, that was said. Yeah the the Farrakhan video. He basically is saying, you know, Trump is fighting. He he's destroying all the enemies mm-hmm. of uh, the enemies of what was keeping us from rising meaning black people mm-hmm. and like Other it's really people it's really easy to when kanye west comes out and supports trump it's really easy to go oh kanye west is crazy uh-huh. kanye west is having a breakdown now it's louis farrakhan and you can still call louis farrakhan crazy he's got some crazy in his background what if it's fucking cornell west next like you can't just call every black person who supports trump crazy without having a response and that's why i'm i worry that people aren't taking how hard he's going to push his message to black people seriously enough because every time i bring it up people are like you're crazy it was in his own words on his website when he was campaigning he really clearly laid out what he's planning to do and it i feel like it's a thing people need to get ahead of or he could win the fucking black vote and win in 2020 i don't think he'll win it I, I hope I, I'm not going to tell you why he can he can consistently tweet about things being served. His number one thing he likes to tweet about when it comes to black people are the lowest unemployment numbers in history. However, right. there is no proof of this. It's just him saying it. I know people who have still look, been looking for jobs and still looking. I know people who were. Do you know how unemployment numbers drop? 
when people, people fall off the ranks when they're they, not and they don't file for unemployment. Yeah. That's how the numbers drop. If you're not filing for unemployment, you're considered to be employed. Right. So because people haven't been filing, that's how the number makes it look like it's so low. Yeah. People don't it's not it's not people are working. It's that they've exhausted their funds. They can't get any uh, emergency extensions. They can't renew it and they can't find a regular job. So what he does is he makes it seem like, oh, I'm putting black people back to work. No, you're not. And then his vocal spokespeople, vocal spokespeople, excuse me, are Aunt Jemima, Cubic Zirconia, and uh, Polyester. You know them two big black <laughs> heifers. Them, I hate them hoes with a passion. And I'm going to use that word to my heart. Passion. I hate, hate, yep. Passion Passion hoes. Like, I I hate them bitches with a passion because they are so indicative of what people call ghetto black chicks Mm -hmm. being older and yet, yet alone at the same time supporting this dude. Yeah. And so people will think he has a large, encompassing amount of black support because of them. Right. And because of Kanye. Kanye has been his friend for years. People keep forgetting that. Yeah, Kanye uh, basically came out as pro-Trump during the campaign. Because he told him, that's my friend. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I understand that we're supposed to reevaluate friendships and and who we associate with when they start being certain ways. But people also got to remember, Kanye West and Donald Trump live in a completely different world than we do. Yeah, he's he he's had money. For so goddamn long. He doesn't know what norm- normality is. Yeah. Normalcy is. He doesn't have an idea. So when you have a Kanye West, a uh, 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 diamond and silk, Ben Carson, he doesn't let talk. No one notices this. You start right. using those. People automatically assume that he has everything. He has all the black people vote. Then you put up this bullshit number. The unemployment low rate is the lowest for blacks has ever been when it's just people aren't filing for unemployment. Right. It's political. I have a black friend. That It's the greatest. I have a black yeah. friend ever. But he's going to pull the greatest. I have a black friend mm-hmm. ever when he starts really pushing immigration because the, the person who basically is the architect of his immigration plan is a black dude named Peter Kirsenow, who has been on the U.S. Commission for Civil Rights under Bush, Obama, mm-hmm. and Trump. And that makes it sound like Bush, Obama, and Trump all support this dude. No. Bush appointed him. A Republican-controlled Congress reappointed him. him under Obama. Yep. And now Trump appointed him. Yep. But if you just read <clears throat> Bush, Obama, Trump, it looks like, man, this is a dude who is really oh, he's just fair. Like a, he's just like a judge. He's like a yeah, centrist just, judge. Just a fair and balanced dude yeah. who sees all sides of the issues. But no, he is a like everything Trump is saying comes from Peter Kirsenow. Yeah. And when he fucking rolls Peter Kirsenow out, good luck calling that dude crazy. Yeah. Like it's you have to get ahead of this and have something to say back that doesn't involve. Yeah, maybe we should just deport everyone back to Mexico and Central America uh, to so then there'll be enough jobs for black people. There's enough. We could make it so there's jobs for everybody. There's that's not the fucking solution, but that's going to be Trump's solution. And I don't know what the left is going to offer to counter that. And when you know, you get like Kanye West, of course, he lives in a different world than Trump, Mm -hmm. but he's still like. Trump was correct that his approval rating among black people went up 
Yeah. During the Kanye thing. He said it was 11%. It was 11% among black males. But it was something like eight or nine among black people in general. And that's small. But that's just Kanye West. If that trend keeps going where it's Kanye West, it's Louis Farrakhan, whoever next, that's going to have an impact. And people need to think of what they're going to say besides you're crazy how could you support i, I get well, that I, i'm sorry Vanessa, go ahead. i was just going to say just like an aside that kind of because you were saying like what is the left's answer to this going to be and one of the things i noticed that the left has a tendency to do is they like to fight the most palatable fights first the more easier to right. digest to the media ones and there's an old malcolm x quote that i feel like if we put a little bit of an asterisk to it is is kind of like the first thing that I thought of post-election, which was just like, if the black woman isn't protected, then no one is in terms of like the least protected, if the least protected person in society isn't protected, then no one else is. And like my asterisk on this now is just like the least protected person in society. I feel like is the black trans woman now in terms of like, that's our least protected person. Right. And those are also like every word in that is what is the least palatable thing is in the media it when it comes to like, yeah. what the left wants to fight about it's 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 we keep leaving out like the least palatable thing and going for like the easiest thing to air right and i i feel like without it if we don't acknowledge who we're leaving out everyone else gets left out in the process right and it's it's one of those where it's like if if everyone isn't protected no one is yeah. Well, you know what? I, I, I wanted to add on to that. This is very true. But I don't think the solution, and this is going to sound so weird when I say this, the solution to the orange fuck Muppet, because I'm trying to make sure I don't say his <laughs> name, the solution to that Muppet is not from the left. It's actually from the right. Mm-hmm. That The actual solution is there because they have to realize, are you putting party over country or personal or bank account over country. We've seen nothing over the last almost you know, 18 months that has shown that Republicans care about that stuff. We've seen yeah. nothing. This is true. This, this You're is right. True. Yeah. Marco Rubio, all, you know, and we have all these, all these, uh, these Republicans who stand for their, their, their ethics, like Flake and McCain, those guys don't do shit. They tweet every six months. Oh, I really strongly disagree with the president here. And then they vote with them anyway. Well, yeah. Those that, guys are fucking liars. Now that is and true. They, and they're just looking for, they're just looking for money for, I mean, McCain's probably not going to be with us anymore, but Flake and all these guys who stand up to Trump in their tweets and they release press statements saying, Oh, I really disagree that he called people animals or something like that but then they vote with them all the time anyways they're they're liars and they're just as bad as as trump yeah it's like what are you doing with your body and money because right now social media what are you doing with your actual fucking body and money that's the thing is with social media nobody follows through on anything nobody follows through to see like oh rubio said something critical of trump let's see if he actually followed through and voted against that thing but that's the thing though that's where the fix comes from we need the, the, that goes back to what I'm saying. Yeah. You need those people to, for the lack of better words, put their money where their mouth is. Yeah. Those are the ones because you're going to have all of the Democratic and independent congressmen and congresswomen doing what we know they're going to do. The ones who are really torn because their work, they represent areas that were sworn to be taken care of. These coal miners who were sworn to get, I'm going to make clean coal. Mm -hmm. First of all, that is a fucking oxymoron. Yeah, what the fuck? That is an oxymoron. (laughs) You cannot have clean coal. It is not a such thing. 
and there's a reason it is not a usable energy source. But if you all want to get black lung and die in five years afterwards, be my guest. There's no such thing. But those are the constituents who are feeling the backlash of everything he said he was going to do because mm-hmm. he said he was going to bring all these jobs yeah. to them and they're not getting them. So now they're sitting like, oh, shit, was my vote squandered? Was my vote squandered? So then you have those congressmen and women who have to appease to them to say, well, get it right the next time. I don't have any more time. I'm almost homeless. You have candidates who run who say what they didn't do, I will do. And it may even be those in the Republican Party. Right. So that's how the fix has to come. Everybody's worried about what type of candidate. Everybody's wondering about what type of candidate will Democrats and the left put up against that Muppet for the 2020 election. You know what the problem is? It won't matter. Because I guarantee it, you can mark it down as I say this on this podcast, no matter who it is, they are going to be torn apart by both sides. Oh, yeah. The left will never allow one person to be it. They're going to pull them both ways. No, this is why you shouldn't have him. This is why you shouldn't have her. They're going to do that. Oh, yeah. They won't allow a person. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Instead of people just saying, look. You can say she's crooked. You can say all these things. But the main thing everybody kept saying, what about her emails? We established 33,000 emails were from a private server that had nothing to do with government fund, government issues. Yeah. But because people, and I hate to say it this way, but it's the honest to God truth, because people were so butthurt that Bernie didn't get the nomination. Those are the people. I've had very, very uh, strong fights with. Listen, and I voted for Bernie in California, too. California mm-hmm. was the last or second to last primary. He had already lost. I still voted for him, too. I supported him. I donated my money to him. But also, when it came time on Election Day, I voted for Hillary. I've had very, very heated arguments with some of my Ber- Bernie supporting friends who did not vote. They're the people. Those are the, the worst. Those ones. are the people. Yeah. Those are the people that you think that Russia went after people, you know, you know, toothless Joe in in Kansas, you know, to be like, oh, look at all these Mexicans coming here. No, they went after smart people. They went after smart people in Michigan and Pennsylvania and Florida. They made them stay home. People who would have voted for Hillary, they made those people stay home. And if only like it was something like 80,000 people in those three states and like it was like Michigan, Wisconsin, yep, it was only a small amount. Yeah. 80,000 people total had voted differently in those three states or had just shown up to vote. Yep. Then Hillary would have been president. And that's the thing. Those are the people who I've even seen some of the quote unquote Bernie bros who have basically been like, if Bernie's not running, they don't give a shit. Yeah. Well, it's like those people in an argument where it's like, do you want to come to a conclusion and figure this out or do you want to be right? Yeah. Like it's yep. are, are you fight are you fighting to resolve something and like learn something or are you fighting cuz you just want to be right in this argument? Trust me, I want I want single payer healthcare too. I want free to college tuition. I want all these great things that Sweden has. We can get them eventually, but the answer if we can't have them now like by having Hillary or you know someone sort of moderately liberal. And we weren't going to get that from Hillary. No, we we no, weren't. We, we weren't, but yeah. it's better than the it's it's better than the alternative and yeah. to just Pack up your toys and go home because Bernie is, and that's going to happen say, when Kamala Harris or Cory Booker or Kristen, uh, Kirsten, or is it Kristen or Kirsten Gillibrand? Either I way, Kristen Gillibrand. I, I, can, I thought it was too. Kristen. KG. Yeah. KG. Kevin Gardner. <laughs> and, that's, and, and, those, and those are, those are <laughs> your three front runners. And I promise you, those are your three potential front runners to run. They are going to tear, they're going to, the be left is going to torn apart. Completely yeah. torn apart. Yeah. Instead of saying, look, let them fight over it themselves for who becomes the nominee. Let them do that. 
But when push comes to shove and one of them becomes goes down to the general election, you need to be behind them no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. Because stop people have to stop saying that, well, I can't in my right mind vote for her. Well, I just won't vote because my vote doesn't mean anything. I but think- Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, sorry. It was me. I'm oh, sorry. sorry. Go for it. But those are the same people right now on social media complaining. Oh, man, all this shit's going to hell. I don't know what happened. Because you sat there and put, wanted to take your ball and go home. I think people, I think our generation were very spoiled by eight years of Obama. Obama was the first president I voted for. Uh, and I think a lot of young people were like, oh, cool. Every four years, there's going to be some like grumpy old white guy and then a cool black dude who's like got a cool family. He knows about basketball. He knows about music. He's just like cool and cool dude. And then for the first time we have there's a generation of people who are like, oh, no, it's just uh, like an evil racist dude and like a boring grandma. Like politics isn't supposed to be fun. We were really lucky with Obama that he was like really uplifting. And he, he was like this once in a generation sort of politician. Sometimes you're going to have to vote for president and it's going to be like two between two boring dudes. Sorry. Yeah. It's just what it's like voting for people, but either the the country is going to be horrible and run by a fuck muppet or it's going to be run by this like not great old lady, but she's uh she you know, but she's not horrible. She's not evil. Yeah. She's not the best person in the world, but she'll she'll keep a, she'll keep the boat afloat for 4 years. Please you know? keep please keep the next with water. And if you think your vote doesn't matter, look to Mountain Dew. Yeah. When Mountain Dew had that flavor naming contest and everybody's like, "I don't care," but only Reddit cared. So the first 3 names for the Mountain Dew new flavor was Hitler did nothing wrong. Gushing grannies and gushing grannies. Yeah. Oh my god. So come on, internet. But you have those people who like when it came when it came to Hillary were saying, oh, she takes money from these corporations. The fucking dude in office right now. Everyone does. Is everybody? I don't know a politician that does not take money. Right. Obama does. Everyone does. Everyone does. does. That's how it's like being a in politics. People forget. Being a politician does, even though you're considered a silver civil servant, it is still a business. Yeah, yeah. It is still a business, and this fuck muppet is literally using the the office of the presidency not to help the country to stabilize and fatten his wallet more. Why yeah. do you think we're getting cool with these different countries that we've never been cool with? So he can build Trump properties over there. That's what happened yeah. this week. There was all this stuff this over the last week or two about ZTE, which is a yeah. Chinese yeah. mobile phone maker. It just came out, I think, today or over the weekend that... Oh, yeah, he's bailing them out because the Chinese government is allowing more Trump trademarks to get passed because they're very protective over what trademarks are recognized yeah. in that country. It was something like 13. So yeah. that had happened early in his presidency. And, oh, you know, what? it happened again. And all of a sudden Look we're going to we're band. bailing out a Chinese. Oh, you notice how that stopped. How that was selective yeah. as fuck. So the Muslim man, the Muslim, oh, the Muslim man, everywhere yeah. except for where he did business. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Which yeah. is crazy because. This was he did business. We're like, you think that, all right, Muslim ban. Cool. We don't want 9-11 to happen. Where is 9-11? Oh, Saudi Arabia. All right. Oh, no, it was that's the, not in the. Right, not it in was the, the countries ban. that were responsible out of the Muslim ban. He was like, how much sense? Yeah. But, yeah. You know, but those people, because they've been indoctrinated with everything he says, think it's nothing wrong. But if it's anyone else, oh, you are just you are just the the antichrist almost right but again it goes back to the original statement the problem becomes with the left liberals democrats however you want to call them no they will not allow no matter what candidate it is 
to be able to go through and just stay focused and united. Somebody's got to pick and pull. Well, remember when they said this and did that? Why should they be president? If you're going to do that, you will find talking points on any and everybody that's ever run for any type of political office in history. Yeah. I don't know who they are going to run, but I feel like that is going to kind of be what undoes the left trying to oppose Trump. It's just going to be internal divisions that we would rather fight about instead of uniting behind one person. And my thing with, you know, going back to Obama being in office, what I hate about Democrats is once they're in power, they get really complacent and feel like, well, Obama's elected. The world's changed now. You know, we have a black president. Defeated racism. Yeah, we fixed we fixed all that George Bush shit. And no, that shit is always going to be simmering under the surface and you need to stay on top of it or else fucking Trump gets elected and motherfuckers sit out out of protest because, oh, Hillary, Obama, they're all uh, beholden to corporate interests. So you fucking elect Trump. Like he is a corporation. He is a corporation. Like what yeah. the fuck? democracy no, is like, a garden. You just need to you need to constantly mow it and pluck <laughs> the weeds from it and feed it like, a little plant juice. What you said about complacency is exactly what I'm trying to explain to other Democrats. Where it's just kind of like you just didn't want to notice the shit that was happening before. You're really really cool with the light forms of racism that already existed, and uh-huh. what people don't seem to understand is that a lot of these problems aren't just because. Because of Trump, he's a product of the problems that already exist. Give me some. Right. And yeah. with... And it, but we need a better time. Sorry. Okay. okay. I tweeted a, a thread last night. I'll, I'll mention it on the politics podcast. I don't remember who it was. But it was about what things were like in Nazi Germany before Nazi Germany. Mm-hmm. Everyone assumes the Nazis came to power and then Germany turned into this big racist nightmare. But no, there were like proto concentration camps before Hitler took place. They were yeah. just in Africa. And that's what Germany was doing before Hitler took power. But people didn't. It wasn't Hitler. So no one cared. And like with deportations now, no one said anything about it under Obama. Nope, they didn't say nobody anything about gave it. a shit because they were and he was the deportation president. But that's why, and that's the the rights argument now, right? Of well, why is it such a big problem if Trump doing it? Obama? And what do you say? <laughs> oh, then we should just then if you hated Obama doing it, then we should stop it. Yeah, the main thing is just like. Just be introspective enough to say, like, you know what? I came from a place of so much privilege that when things were still in my favor, I did not care or notice about Mm -hmm. other people Mm -hmm. being affected by it. Like, people are noticing it now, especially because it's somebody that is... Uh, a horrific fuck muppet doing it but it's like you didn't want to look at it before it was ugly before but now you can't look away we're showing you how horrifying it's been and taking him away isn't gonna like it's gonna alleviate a lot of things but it's not gonna solve that problem it's gonna solve the problem of like more privileged democrats but they're still not gonna want to look at the really ugly side which is being brown fucking sucks you know what you know how many people like supposedly white liberals will say some shit that's inherently racist and be like, that's funny, right? Or it's not racist. <laughs> yeah. And be like, no, you realize Oh, hipster that's, racism? Oh, you hipster racism is the fucking worst. 
You see it so much, especially through, especially in the comedy scene out here. Yeah, it is rampant out here. It's like if I'm cute about it, it's fine, right? Right. If I joke and then I say, you know, but I fucked a black person, it isn't racist, (laughs) right? Yeah. It's so much. It's rampant, and these are the ones that call themselves liberal, vote Democratic, or whatever. Right. Those are the ones when you tell them about privilege, or I'm sorry, the best word to use, they're woke. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah woke. That's the best word to use. Yeah. It's woke white girls I hate that, that I've had to tell. so much. And woke white guys. I've had to like, yo, chill. Like you do too much. Well, yeah. It's like woke white girls that I have to tell. Like you realize your tears can kill someone, right? Like you could, you could throw a tantrum at the wrong person and they're dead. Like, yeah. Like you don't realize yeah. like you're just little bit, you're pouting and moaning threatens my life, my very existence. I don't even have to have done anything. Right. But because I'm in the vicinity, I'm wrong. Yeah. 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 Like I was actually at a bar where I was like running some show and there's like a girl that was up next and I was trying to explain like a lineup thing to her and she kept like talking over me with like dumb riffs and I was just like, hey, if we could just like pump the brakes on that for a second, I just really need to get out this information so I can keep it running smoothly. And I shit you not. She goes, don't yell at me. And like, <laughs> and like puts her hand on her chest and she's just like, I don't know what I did. Just don't yell at me immediately three dudes come running to her defense and they're just like what did you do and i'm like i i didn't do any i just told her to let me get the information Mm -hmm. why'd you yell at her vanessa (laughs) but it's just like her fears believed so fast and Mm -hmm. it's like if you don't acknowledge that shit it stays bad yeah it's insane i mean just it goes it goes all back to the ms13 thing we're we're originally talking about the fix for it unfortunately like i said has to come from the right for those who realize oh shit this is going to go further because right. the, le- the left now wants to say it. Liberals and Democrats want to say it now vocally because, again, Trump has opened up the door for allow all these races running through running around the country to be as vocal as they want to be. Now, you don't have to hide in the shadows anymore being a racist. Right. You can just be open out and about of it. The ones who sit there and have a moral compass, the Jeff Blakes who just talk about it, they have to start being about it now. Right. Yeah. Because those are the ones who are going to have to deal with that. What happens if he de- deports them? Yeah. Which, again. They're criminals. If they're here illegally, because especially because of the fear they instill in the people, yes, get rid of them. But if it goes that next step, right? How do you deal? How do you deal deal with that? Because if you don't say anything, because also remember, you all run Congress. Yeah. So if you all don't say anything, there's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. My thing I just want to add before we go is just demystify. Start trying to demystify some people for you. Like if yeah, and, and don't ask a source. Like don't ask some white guy. Like hey, can you tell me about trans people or black? Like look for the actual sources themselves and like try oh and demystify God. people a little bit to yourselves. <laughs> like if if you have questions, do the homework. Just don't expect people to keep doing the knowledge labor labor for you. Just seek it out. It's the information is there. Yeah, L- look for the sources. Yeah, the other immigration thing I really worry about is DACA. If yeah. dreamers get deported, that's that's like it's our, over. That's like crystal knocked. Like yeah. that's just us. Go, that's a transfer of wealth. That's us going into an established community that has jobs mm. and houses and businesses. And those fucking holes will have to be filled. And we will just move other people in and go see how see how easy that was. Yep. Yeah. We got rid of all of them. Let's get rid of yeah. everyone else. And you can have all that shit. That's how the fucking Holocaust started. It was. Yep moving Jews out and moving ethnic Germans into where those Jewish people were. Yep. And if he pulls that shit with DACA and we don't fucking burn the white house to the ground, protect the DACA kids for the love of God. We are fucked. Like that is a thing. Like if 
that really does come to pass where he's like, nah, fuck it. We're going to deport all them. Well, he keeps trying to use it as leverage. Yeah. yeah. One minute, and I hate that's it. I hate because one minute he's yeah. all against it and then he'll turn around and it's so fucked up. We have to say because the president tweeted, it is really fucked up. We have to start statements like that. Now, people have normalized right. this shit and I hate it, but he will tweet. Oh, the Democrats don't want to move on DACA. They don't want to make it better for the dreamers. And you're like, what? What? Yeah. Didn't just a minute ago, you said they were all criminals and they're stealing here jobs, stealing or- jobs and shit like that. Like, didn't you just say that? Right. But now you're trying to make it seem like it's somebody else's fault. No, 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 no. People who actually have their eyes open to this realize what's happening. People who are, for lack of better words, brainwashed by everything this dude says agree and follow along with every single goddamn thing. And then it gets into something that we could spend another full episode on, which is the press. Instead of saying the president lied today and said the Democrats want to deport all the DACA kids, they go, the president said it as if everyone should know that the president Mm -hmm. is lying. Well, it's not our place to say that he was lying. Yes, it is. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, Winter. It's absolutely your place. I know she's still shit. That's happening with MS-13. There's uh, Trump just came out the other day and was like, yeah, Democrats are just protecting MS-13. That's what all of this don't call them animals is about. That's just Democrats sticking up for him. And no, it's fucking not. That's such a different thing. Yeah. I mean, that was like there, there was a there was a somewhat viral tweet that was like, hey, Democrats, protecting MS-13 is the wrong hill to die on snowflakes. Yeah. It's like, well, th- we're not trying to protect like murderers, but we're trying to call into question that this is a very nuanced issue. So calling every gang member an animal and then calling every brown person a gang member is a, is a, not a right thing to do. It, like goes, back to the, it goes back to the sorry, cutting your breath. It goes oh, no, back to right. the Obama thing. Obama did it, but here's the biggest thing, and the, if anything, not saying it was right or wrong, the verbiage he used. Right. He never dehumanized anyone. No. Even when Clinton did it, never dehumanized. Even yeah, even. Towards the end of this, his presidency, there was a, such a sort of a weird thing about him refusing to call terrorist radical. Call them ra- yeah, ra- yeah. I remember yeah, my parents true. who are liberal. They're like, "Why doesn't he call him?" It's like, well, because he doesn't want people to get pissed off at every Muslim. He doesn't want every Muslim in the country. He knows what to. He knows what will happen. He refuses. He refuses to start putting labels on people that way. It's called diplomacy. God damn it! You have to interact with other countries because yeah. we like, still won't call uh, Dylan Roof the kid from just in Santa Fe. We won't call him terrorist at all. Right. Right. That word will never no, come exactly. up. Yeah. Yeah, you have to be affiliated with Al Qaeda in some way or ISIS to be called a terrorist, which is insane. Well, when you say terrorist, like most people picture terror. I mean, at this point, when you say terrorist, it's just like, oh, big backpack in a movie theater. That's for my head. But like at, when when you ask people for the definition of it, they always imagine someone brown, right? Because uh, mm-hmm. that's who we've attached that to. And you honestly could do an entire episode about how the media definitely had a big old stanky hand in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a whole other episode unto itself. Should we uh God, this is fucking exhausting, man. <laughs> so fucking exhausting. Oh man. Uh should we do comments? You know, it's a big world out there. Big world. It's easy to feel like the things you say don't even matter. They, they just don't. don't matter. I want you to know that's not true. Everything's horrible. It is. It's a falsity. It's why we call this segment Your Voice Matters. It does. Where we read 
your stupid fucking comments from the past few shows. Screaming into the void. And respond to them personally. 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 doesn't scream back. Oh, fade it out. I mean, it'll fade out on its own. Should we uh, tell them how we do it here? (laughs) Let's read uh, some comments from our last episode, summer movie preview. Uh, we all like movies, right? Summer movies. That's I a like fun, movies. Some fun. That's a fun segue. Hey, it, 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 it gets me. It keeps Everyone's me paid. Thanks, movies. <laughs> keeps me working. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just loved Brad's song and then just gentle fade out. <laughs> uh, Andrew Johnson says, "Isn't it follows just the ring with sex instead of a videotape?" Hell yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Pretty yes. much. Yes. Good job, Andrew Johnson. You nailed it. Uh, Gabriel Ferrer says the only person I know who's excited for Solo is my mom so I'll watch it with her you got a cool mom Gabriel dude Mm. I hope your mom has no expectations (laughs) I hope have you seen it Brett no I'm gonna see it this week or something like that yeah, I've seen every Star Wars movie in theaters, I've so I feel like I, I have to see it. I get air conditioning for free in the Valley. I love every movie. Can I do no, a follow-up? Can I just make a follow-up announcement from that podcast? Yes. So we recorded that like in early April. Right. It was like a week or two before Avengers had come out. So we kind of talked about a bunch of movies that are that are now out. Avengers I really, really liked. I And I don't even... I didn't enjoy Ultron, and I did not enjoy Civil War. But I thought... <gasps> Oh, calm down, nerd. <laughs> and I'm not. It's not about the but Ultron love, one. It's the Civil War. I thought like, Civil War was a trash, boring movie. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I thought Infinity War was great. I loved it. It was probably my favorite of of those. Um, what else did I see? Stop it! You're killing him. He's already dead. <laughs> what else? Uh, uh, Deadpool two was was fine. Was oh, yeah, I, I still need to I see laughed. that. I laughed. I laughed for two hours. I love Zazzy bites. Listen, listen. We're not. We're, it's not Citizen Kane here. It's Ryan Reynolds uh, making dick jokes for two hours and getting shot in various places. And and acknowledging it to everybody that's watching. Let's get in and get out and have fun. It was fun. And then uh, I talked about a movie called The Happy Time Murders, which did not have a trailer. You ain't seen the trailer? No, the trailer's out. Listen to me. Listen to the podcast, guys. (laughs) In this episode we taped uh, like six weeks ago, there was no trailer out for it. But I said, listen, I'm, I'm excited for this movie. It could be trash. We'll see when this trailer comes out. Trailer came out. These two are excited about it. I'm kind of excited about it. I don't know. We'll see. Did you see Sesame Street sued them? They're suing. Have, yeah. have you ever seen the movie Meet the Feebles? Yes. I no. have not. So nice. if you've seen Meet the Feebles, that is how you be able to be prepared for Happy Time Murders. Do you know who directed it? Peter Jackson, The Lord yep. of the Rings. It, it's a lot of puppet fucking, puppet gonorrhea. Puppet cocaine. Yeah. It, it, it is I'll the admit, puppet murder, puppet, puppet titties. titties. I'll admit the puppet you said titties. puppet titties at the same time. That I'll was admit great. the trailer ends on a puppet coming for like twenty five seconds. Which is the greatest? I laughed. I laughed. I liked it. It was fully silly string, silly string come. That's and all it is. Just like all. Oh. oh man, I lo- I love puppet shit. Yeah. So yeah, that movie looks pretty good. That's no, it for me. Somebody actually wrote in the comments here, just like, eh, it seems like Brett doesn't like anything. It's like, have you met Brett? Have you heard Brett talk about Big Battlestar Brother? Galactica? Or Battlestar? Go, uh, guys, this summer is heating up. Big Brother is probably is going to return June 27th. My podcast, Hey Julie, is going to return slightly before that. I'm so I'm so happy for We're you. We're so excited. Yeah, I know. We have to put that on, on Pops. We should put do it. that. We'll do whatever you this need to do. It's going to be an Unpops show. Our Big Brother podcast. Yeah. It's a Copro. 
Uh, Dave T says, still not used to new Brett having seen movies. Yeah, that was a funny bit from many years ago. I actually see more movies, probably more movies than you, the listener. That's all right. Way cool. more movies than me because I just don't have time. I just saw Black Panther. You live at movie theater now. <laughs> yeah. It's the same look I, I got I know. when I said I didn't I know. like Civil War. <laughs> exactly. That movie came out in February. It's on, D- it's on Blu-ray. I had it on digital. Here's how. I know. That's when I finally saw it. I was like, oh, fuck. I can finally rent it. Thank you. Uh, I have seen one movie, I'm pretty sure, this year. And it was fucking Rampage. Just because... Uh, one of my best friends was in town and she and her boyfriend wanted to go see Rampage and they were like do you want to go see Rampage so I went to see Rampage I saw it at the theater uh, I was at the theater screening where The Rock was at talking about the movie and I was like <laughs> I was like, it's it's a movie because yeah. it's like it's it's a fun movie it's just if you wanted to see big ass and if you're a fan of the video game you just want to see big ass animals destroying a city that's yeah. all it is i don't so i didn't see that movie i wanted it to start in peoria illinois like the video game yes it should have yes. because that's where i'm from yeah and that's why i was so into the game as a kid because for a long the longest time i thought oh it's cool they must like customize this so whatever town you're in the <laughs> game you found just out, starts everything there was just peoria. and it's all peoria can i make and, a movie suggestion for it's out what yes it's not Peoria, but it's very adam friendly what is it okay so i actually got to go see it at the screening eminem produced it uh it's sure it's called bodied uh it's a movie about battle rap in general it's one of the best edited things i've ever seen oh i'll watch it the shit is out of that. so fucking good y'all uh like uh, a lot of actual le- like legit battle rappers are in it but it's yeah. basically uh <laughs> eminem story coming up through the battle rap scene in Detroit, okay it, right? it's, it's not really eminem story coming up through the battle rap scene because that's eight mile this is like a oh more yeah you're comical, right you're right i'm sorry quickly edited like it it honestly feels like a sports movie but with battle rap Oh yeah, uh, it's, I'm, it's fucking. That was the best part of Eight Mile. I'm waiting was, for it to come out on YouTube Red because it's some of the best battles I've seen in a long time with like actual KOTD dudes. Like Disaster plays like the main baddie essentially that like the little dudes like working through the ranks. All right, you're for. talking a little like a nerd now, but <laughs> go on. Yeah, yeah. It, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I, I have I love battle rap, uh, but uh, it's 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 basically like the best edited sports movie about battle rap. I will check that shit out. I cannot wait for Body to be out in a thing. All right. I don't think we have. I mean, we have other comments, but they're so fucking long. Come on, people. Find a funny I chunk. I don't have. I don't have. It's start like, your own podcast, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, PNW says I'm much more excited for the potential Lando movie. They are not going to do that. This, you don't think so? This is what it should. The solo movie should have just been Lando's movie. Plain and simple. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, the, or, or why not make it like a fucking buddy thing? Yeah. They could have done me. that too. The next one they're doing now is fucking Boba Fett, which everybody's like, why? Because if you were going to do another solo movie, you do Obi-Wan's. Yeah. That's whose movie you do. You get Ewan back in he, there. He was, he's willing to Ewan's do it. Ewan's great. He's willing to do it. He's, he's like, doing train spotting too. He's doing Moulin Rouge too next nice. summer. So he's like, yes. No, I wish. I'm oh, coming. Let's do this. Why would you get so excited? It should have been like Donald Glover. I saw, I saw Solo, but without stealing any, you know, spoiling anything, Donald Glover shines so hard as Lando. Yeah. You can tell all the advice he got from Billy D. Williams oh. really stuck. Like he is Lando Calrissian. Like, yo, you could have made a whole film 
based off him. I hope he was just hammered on Colt 45 the whole time. That would have been amazing. I don't think he'd got a line right. You understand how <laughs> fucked up Colt 45 will get you? I sure do. It's like drinking Same. a Four loco to the face. The original <laughs> Four locos. No, friend of the podcast, Olivia Hyder, actually had the best idea for a Star Wars movie. She's like, I want to see a Star Wars movie that's essentially wag the dog with the Republic. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Right? That is funny. Political thriller, <laughs> political thriller with the Republic and the way the media moves things. Huh? Right there. Okay. Yeah. No, but what about these Skywalker kids over here? One's not wearing a shirt. Check it out. <laughs> what? <laughs> they have light, lightsabers. They got zoom, zoom. No, I don't know. Who cares about Are we talking about the pool party again? No, I'm What's talking happening? about shirtless Adam not. Driver. That's a movie. Oh, gosh. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Whatever. Did, He's did got anybody, the weirdest well, goddamn say, torso Did I've anybody ever explain shit. why did we need Kylo Ren shirtless? That's... Because I'm going to sit on his weird little trunk torso. Does he have two sets of ribs? Why is he shaped he that is way? Built, he is built like a men in black alien. Like yeah. he, has no- he is wide. He's all chest. <laughs> that man can't chest. go through a door, but he can walk right into my heart. I was like, He's what? such a good actor. I and he, they made sure he was glistening in that scene, too. <laughs> like, what the fuck was like? Because it's for me. He looked like a truck bed. <laughs> Because that's how you get me to go to the dark side. He was built like a mattress with arms. Like, how in the... I will sell my family for that mattress. (laughs) Unpops is sponsored by Adam Driver's chest for a free $50 off. Sleep on it free for 30 days. Yes, 30 days. Get a free $50 off I have to drive driver's chest. He's made with a Vino technology. <laughs> it has keeps a- you cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It has a. Many engineers have constructed its sink and bounce to be <laughs> perfect. <laughs> We have fun here. We do. <laughs> Who says they will sell a family for a posturepedic Adam Driver chest mattress? Oh, you sat man. on this mattress, man? It's yeah. Good mattress. It's pretty cozy. The sternum is made of memory foam. <laughs> I actually drooled, y'all. They sent Adam one for free. <laughs> yeah. I sleep on it every night. <laughs> feels just like me (laughs) we have the same name that's what i say when i cozy up to it every night all right this was a lot of fun fun. (laughs) we should wrap it up what do we have to plug right now i'm fucking moving i don't have shit to plug Fucking help me unpack. Find right. his remote control. Yeah, find my fucking remote controls. Uh, Jay, That's all I have. Who's got something to plug first? Because I'm looking at my phone for it. Oh, okay, cool. Like, this is what I'll do. Uh, find me on Twitter, Instagram, at Mr. J Washington, M-R-J-A-Y-W-A-S-H-I-N-G-T-O-N. Make sure you check out the Trusty Sidekick podcast everywhere you get your podcast apps. With myself and Bobby Hill, we get you caught up on everything in the live action Marvel and DC cinematic universes. Also, check out the Wrestling Compadres podcast. Myself, Johnny LaCosta, Dale Rutledge, and Scott Narver giving you all the breakdowns on WWE, Impact, ROH, and everything, New Japan, and everything that's going on in the wrestling world. There's a New Japan. New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, also check out, go to my YouTube channel, Washington slash 80, and check out my individual podcast I do called A Dad Apart. It's all about fathers who are separated from their kids, whether it be willingly or unwillingly. Nice. Oh, damn. Nice. 
Vanessa, that uh, was very, he fucking nailed that. He's a so, fucking pro at this shit. Yeah. Uh, why is my nose running? Uh, am I bleeding from my You're brain? You're already fucking this up. <laughs> am I bleeding from my brain? It's fine. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on at Nazgritten on Instagram or the poorly updated VanessaDeGritten.com. Also, uh, one of my favorite shows that I'm doing in Los Angeles, I get to do again this month on the 25th. Uh, it's at a bar called Little Joy and it's called The Business LA. Every time I've ever done it, I've had the absolute best I did it time. once and it was so fucking fun and I want to come back it's so fucking fun it is the perfect like little room of chaos I want to do it I dry humped a couch I like, want to do it y'all got y'all got to come by uh well I didn't try I talked about her having a couch but please come to the business LA on the 25th Brett follow me on Twitter at Brett Raider <clears throat> my podcast hey Julie on Twitter at hey Julie BB just subscribe now you'll get an episode soon in a yeah. couple like two or three weeks fucking we'll start up the now. next season of that show You'll, you'll forget if you wait. Just subscribe exactly. now. Exactly. Also, subscribe to us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Unpops. $5 a month. You get a whole bunch of goddamn bonus episodes. And uh, you can help me pay my bills. And that's that's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Jay, say goodbye. Uh, thank you all for coming out. God bless you. Good night. <laughs> Vanessa, say goodbye. Bye. Brett, say goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. We love you. Let's go,